The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's the final weekend of the Christmas season. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, January 7th, 2023, Saturday of the second week of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And it's the optional memorial of St. Raymond of Penyafort. Born in 1175 in Spain, he was a relative of the King of Aragon. He became a famous teacher, then gave it all up to enter the Dominicans. With King James of Aragon and St. Peter of Nolasco, he founded the Order of Our Lady of Ransom, who devoted themselves to saving poor Christians captured by the Moors. He went with King James to the island of Majorca. Now, King James was a man of great qualities, but let himself be ruled by passions, and he was giving bad example. The saint commanded him to send the woman away, but he didn't, so St. Raymond decided to leave the island and did so miraculously. The king repented, and St. Raymond was 100 years old at the time of his death in 1275. St. Raymond of Penyafort, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, if you grew up in the 1970s, you were almost certainly a fan of the Beatles. You know, I tried to scrounge up money to buy almost all their albums. We all loved the music and danced to it, but you know, when you had all those albums, you would see all these photos, and we really had the impression that the Beatles were really, really good friends. Perhaps that's a large part of what made them so popular, all those photos. You know? You'd see their four faces there would appear on the covers of their albums, all standing maybe in a doorway or walking together on a crosswalk somewhere. And that was really attractive, right? This friendship that they seemed at least to have. Now, in 1966, they sang the famous song, Eleanor Rigby. It's one of those songs that made them go from this pop-oriented, basic rock and roll style to something a little bit more experimental, like a studio-based band. And there, the lyrics provide a, a narrative In this case, it was a narrative on loneliness. Remember, he says in the lyrics, uh, they say, Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. 
She lives in a dream. Within the other part, which says, Father Mackenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near. I always felt sorry for that poor Father Mackenzie, who seems to be so alone that nobody would even listen to his sermons, you know. I mean, that's really a way of doing things purely with rectitude of intention, purely for God. So, the theme continued, this theme of loneliness in the song, where they say, oh, look at all the lonely people. And really, when you listen to that, there really is an element of empathy for these people. But, as far as I know, neither Eleanor Rigby nor Father Mackenzie were real people. They were just like, you know, fictional characters. But they represent these people that nobody seems to have taken responsibility for. I mean, if Father Mackenzie is preaching a sermon that nobody here, nobody's gone to see him. So, in 1967, they wrote that song, I Get By With A Little Help From My Friends. You'll remember Ringo Starr singing that. And it was released on an album called Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's a little strange title. Imagine a Lonely Hearts Club. It's very sad to imagine that because... Imagine writing something for lonely people who don't just get by, but they actually, in the, in the lyrics, it says they get high with their friends, right? either with alcohol or drugs or some way to soften the blow of their loneliness. And it's an invitation for us to think, you know, we are surrounded by friends. And how we deepen them, how we you know, encourage them, can be a very important part of our apostolate. And it's, it's clear, you know, that our faith is a gift from God. But it was also forged in us with the help of our friends, with the help of our parents. What a responsibility we too have for our friends. And we have to pray for them so that their faith be strong and, uh, and vibrant. Maybe some people end up reading themselves into the faith. They read blogs or books. Uh, and they discover the values that they connect with. But even those books, well, they came from somebody. And today, with all the social media we have today, it seems that perhaps, perhaps the relational aspect of people's lives, especially I imagine this is true for young people, that relational aspect is perhaps getting more and more atrophied. And they are, they are good people, but maybe since they... They're always on the computer or something. It could be that their relationships, their ability to interact might become a bit awkward. And, and that's why it's very important for us to take care of our friends. In fact, the prelate of Opestay wrote us a long letter recently. And I quote you one of the passages. He says, the current situation of evangelization makes it more necessary than ever to give priority to personal contact with people. This relational aspect is at the heart of the mode of doing apostolate that St. Josemaria found in the Gospel narratives. Well, that mode was the apostolate of friendship and confidence. And it makes us like, like links of a golden chain that brings us all together in this powerful, transforming relationship. And it can, can be seen, as he says, in our Lord and his relationships 
with the apostles, with their friends, with their relatives, with their brothers, when they would share a meal, when they would go out on excursion, and in particular, on certain occasions, in weddings that they went to. Which brings us finally to today's gospel about the, the marriage at Cana. Now imagine, we don't know who even got married. At least I don't know. Maybe somebody knows, but I don't know who got married at the marriage at Cana. But we know that the problem was the wine. There was no more wine. And this was a, this is the detail that our Blessed Mother had noticed because she understood so well that wine really brings people together. So imagine the apostles got quite anxious. This was like a serious problem. This is not just a first world problem. It, it, like in any culture, it would have been really awkward not to have wine. So, so the apostles went to Our Lady to ask for help. And I can imagine the Blessed Mother responding with great confidence, great aplomb, no hesitation. She says, like, go to Jesus, do whatever he tells you. And we all understand that it was a miracle. But for the head waiter, he had no idea what was going on in the background there in the kitchen where all this took place, the miracle took place. He had no idea it was a miracle. It was, instead it was an opportunity for him to praise the bridegroom. He did not say, ah, oh, what a wonderful miracle. But he thought, how well you've organized this. How careful you were. You were so filled with rectitude to have left the best wine for the end. Like, like a nice Merlot or a wonderful Shiraz or a good dry Chardonnay. And it was bold and not too acidic or, I don't know, some excellent, unique vintage. And he was a head waiter, so he knew this. So they did not just keep it the standard fare that was mixed in with all sorts of other styles of wine and left you with a somewhat banal taste. But of course, if people had already drunk a lot, they would not have noticed that. He was impressed that the organizers really cared about their guests, that, that they had a good time, that, you know, that, that they could have a nice glass of wine. So he was impressed. But imagine how much the guests too would have been impressed by all this. And so in the same way, it's all... All this, the marriage of Cana, is an image of the beauty of our friendships and of our apostolates. But it's also an image of the purpose of the sacrament of marriage, because this took place in a wedding reception. Our friends sometimes turn to us when they're weighed down by problems, and they experience the bitterness and the humiliation of a professional loss. So, you know, it's, it's very important that the best wine that they need is our listening ear our sincere interest in them and our loyal friendship. And we know this happens in any marriage. A couple meets, they fall in love, the romance is tender and warm, and they decide to enter into a lifelong commitment that is marriage. It's beautiful. And that love that they experience is like the first wine at Cana, perhaps a kind of sweet, sparkling rosé. It's good, tasty, and crisp, but eventually it will run out. That's why couples turn to the Lord and lean on the sacramental grace received in marriage. There, they can experience this new wine, the second love of their marriage, protected and enriched by Christ himself, who is always present, even if you might not see him. There, well, they discover the taste of, of true sacrifice, the taste of fidelity, the real aroma of an aged Cabernet Sauvignon and its different layers, and its delicate contours. That is what will be the smooth finish 
of a true friendship in marriage. Let us pray that we really discover all the different layers of what marriage, apostolate, and friendship are really all about. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, and You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Smith on the auto harp with joy to the world. Fourteen and a half past the hour. It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, January 7th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin the liturgical day with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. 
is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Christ is born for us, come let us adore him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Christ is born for us, come let us adore him. Today listen to the voice of the Lord, do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Christ is born for us, come let us adore him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Christ is born for us, come let us adore him.
Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Who can tell the Lord's mighty deeds? Who can recount all his praise? They are happy who do what is right, who at all times do what is just. O Lord, remember me out of the love you have for your people. Come to me, Lord, with your help, that I may see the joy of your chosen ones and may rejoice in the gladness of your nation and share the glory of your people. Our sin is the sin of our fathers. We have done wrong. Our deeds have been evil. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, paid no heed to your wonderful deeds. They forgot the greatness of your love. At the Red Sea defied the Most High. Yet he saved them for the sake of his name, in order to make known his power. He threatened the Red Sea. It dried up and he led them through the deep as through the desert. He saved them from the hand of the foe. He saved them from the grip of the enemy. The waters covered their oppressors. Not one of them was left alive. Then they believed in his words. Then they sang his praises. But they soon forgot his deeds and would not wait upon his will. They yielded to their cravings in the desert and put God to the test in the wilderness. He granted them the favor they asked and sent disease among them. Then they rebelled, envious of Moses and of Aaron, who was holy to the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and buried the clan of Abiram. Fire blazed up against their clan and flames devoured the rebels. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. They fashioned a calf at Horeb and worshipped an image of metal, exchanging the God who was their glory for the image of a bull that eats grass. They forgot the God who was their Savior who had done such great things in Egypt, such portents in the land of Ham, such marvels at the Red Sea. For this he said he would destroy them. But Moses, the man he had chosen, stood in the breach before him to turn back his anger from destruction. Then they scorned the land of promise. They had no faith in his word. They complained inside their tents and would not listen to the voice of the Lord. So he raised his hand to swear an oath that he would lay them low in the desert, would scatter their sons among the nations and disperse them throughout the lands. They bowed before the Baal of Peor, ate offerings made to lifeless gods, 
They roused him to anger with their deeds, and a plague broke out among them. Then Phinehas stood up and intervened. Thus the plague was ended, and this was counted in his favor, from age to age forever. They provoked him at the waters of Meribah. Through their fault it went ill with Moses, for they made his heart grow bitter, and he uttered words that were rash. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. They failed to destroy the peoples as the Lord had given command, but instead they mingled with the nations and learned to act as they did. They worshipped the idols of the nations, and these became a snare to entrap them. They even offered their own sons and their daughters in sacrifice to demons. They shed the blood of the innocent, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they offered to the idols of Canaan. The land was polluted with blood. So they defiled themselves by their deeds and broke their marriage bond with the Lord till his anger blazed against his people. He was filled with horror at his chosen ones. So he gave them into the hand of the nations, and their foes became their rulers. Their enemies became their oppressors. They were subdued beneath their hand. Time after time he rescued them, but in their malice they dared to defy him and sank low through their guilt. In spite of this, he paid heed to their distress so often as he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant. In the greatness of his love, he relented and he let them be treated with mercy by all who held them captive. O Lord, our God, save us. Bring us together from among the nations that we may thank your holy name and make it our glory to praise you. Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, forever, from age to age. Let all the people cry out, Amen, Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Creator, how wonderfully you made man. You transformed dust into your own image and gave it a share in your own nature. Yet you are more wonderful in pardoning the man who had rebelled against you. Grant that where sin has abounded, grace may more abound, so that we can become holier through forgiveness and be more grateful to you. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. In these last days, God has spoken to us through His Son, the The Word through through whom whom He made all things. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me 
He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the lowly, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God, to comfort all who mourn, to place on those who mourn in Zion a diadem instead of ashes, to give them oil of gladness in place of mourning, a glorious mantle instead of a listless spirit. They will be called oaks of justice, planted by the Lord to show his glory. They shall rebuild the ancient ruins, the former wastes they shall raise up, and restore the ruined cities desolate now for generations. Strangers shall stand ready to pasture your flocks. Foreigners shall be your farmers and vine dressers. You yourselves shall be named priests of the Lord. Ministers of our God you shall be called. You shall eat the wealth of nations and boast of riches from them. Since their shame was double, and disgrace and spittle were their portion. They shall have a double inheritance in their land. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love what is right. I hate robbery and injustice. I will give them their recompense faithfully. A lasting covenant I will make with them. Their descendants shall be renowned among the nations, and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them as a race the Lord has blessed. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God Make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. The Word of the Lord The Spirit of God rests upon me, for the Lord has anointed me, and he has sent me to bring good news to the poor, to, to heal, heal the, the brokenhearted, broken to, to proclaim, proclaim that, that captivity is now ended, and prisoners are set free. I have come forth from God and have come into the world. I did not come of myself. The Father has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim that captivity is now ended 
and prisoners are set free. From a sermon by St. Augustine Bishop Beloved, our Lord Jesus Christ, the eternal creator of all things, today became our Savior by being born of a mother. Of his own will, he was born for us today in time so that he could lead us to his Father's eternity. God became man so that men might become God. The Lord of the angels became man today so that man could eat the bread of angels. Today, the prophecy is fulfilled that said, Pour down, heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain the just one. Let the earth be opened and bring forth a Savior. The Lord who had created all things is himself now created, so that he who was lost would be found. Thus, man, in the words of the psalmist, confesses, Before I was humbled, I sinned. Man sinned and became guilty. God is born a man to free man from his guilt. Man fell, but God descended. Man fell miserably, but God descended mercifully. Man fell through pride. God descended with his grace. My brethren, what miracles, what prodigies. The laws of nature are changed in the case of man. God is born. A virgin becomes pregnant with man. She is now at the same time both mother and virgin. She becomes a mother yet remains a virgin. The virgin bears a son, yet she does not know man. She remains untouched, yet she is not barren. He alone was born without sin, for she bore him without the embrace of a man, not by the concupiscence of the flesh, but by the obedience of the mind. We have seen with our own eyes, and we bear witness. The Father Father sent sent his his own Son to be the Savior of the world. He has come to take away the burdens of our sins and to cleanse us of every stain of evil. The The Father Father sent his his own Son to be be the Savior Savior of the world. world. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who were pleased to shine forth with new light through the coming of your only begotten Son, grant, we pray, that just as he was pleased to share our bodily form through the childbearing of the Virgin Mary, so we too may one day merit to become companions in his kingdom of grace, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Thank you.
23 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, January 7th, 2023, Saturday of the second week of Christmas. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the wedding at Cana and the first public miracle. From the second chapter of the Gospel of John. On the third day... There was a marriage at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the marriage with his disciples. When the wine failed, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Oh, woman, what have you to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now six stone jars were standing there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Fill the jars with water. And they filled them to the brim. Now draw some out and take it to the steward of the feast. So they took it. When the steward of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward of the feast called the bridegroom. Every man serves the good wine first, and when men have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This The first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory. And his disciples believed in him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. I have traveled Many moonless nights Cold and weary With a baby
a male-female duo who go by the name The Fox and The Hound. Or is it The Hound and The Fox? I can't remember. Breath of Heaven. That's for you, Blessed Mother, on this Saturday of the second week of Christmas. At 17 minutes before the hour, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer. Now we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Brightness of the Father's glory, springing from eternal light, source of light by light engendered, day enlightening every day. In your everlasting radiance, shine upon us, Christ's true Son, bringing life to mind and body through the Holy Spirit's power. Father of unfading glory, rich in grace and strong to save, hear our prayers and come to save us. Keep us far from sinful ways. Dawn is drawing ever nearer, dawn that brings us all we seek. Son who dwells within the Father, Father uttering one word. Glory be to God the Father, glory to His only Son, glory now and through all ages to the Spirit Advocate. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. 
But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. As morning morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. Extol the greatness of our God. Extol the greatness of our God. Give ear, O heavens, while I speak. Let the earth hearken to the words of my mouth. May my instructions soak in like the rain, and my discourse permeate like the dew, like a downpour upon the grass, like a shower upon the crops. For I will sing the Lord's renown. O proclaim the greatness of our God. The rock, how faultless are his deeds. How right all his ways. A faithful God, without deceit. How just and upright he is. Yet basely has he been treated by his degenerate children, a perverse and crooked race. Is the Lord to be thus repaid by you, O stupid and foolish people? Is he not your Father who created you? Has he not made you and established you? Think back on the days of old. Reflect on the years of age upon age. Ask your Father and he will inform you. Ask your elders and they will tell you. When the Most High assigned the nations their heritage, when he parceled out the descendants of Adam, he set up the boundaries of the peoples after the number of the sons of God, while the Lord's own portion was Jacob. His hereditary share was Israel. He found them in a wilderness, a wasteland of howling desert. He shielded them and cared for them, guarding them as the apple of his eye. As an eagle incites its nestlings forth by hovering over its brood, so he spread his wings to receive them and bore them up on his pinions. 
The Lord alone was their leader. No strange God was with him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Extol the greatness of our God. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind? Mortal man, that you care for him. Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. A reading from the book of Isaiah. A child is born to us, a son is given us. Upon his shoulder dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. The Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord Lord has has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. His saving power. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. He is the one whom it has been written. Christ is born in Israel. His kingdom will last forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. He is the one whom it has been written. Christ is born in Israel. His kingdom will last forever. All the ends of the earth have seen Jesus Christ, the saving power of God. Let us praise him and cry out in joy. Glory Glory be be to to you, you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Redeemer of all, you came to tear down the walls separating Jew from Gentile. Root out the prejudices which erode the depths of our humanity. Glory be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Through your incarnation and your birth, you established your presence among us. Teach us to recognize the many forms of your presence in the Church and in one another. Glory be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the fullest revelation of God to men and women. Show us how we can assent to your word with integrity of faith and action. Glory be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are God with us, wondrously transforming all creation. Let every heart, every voice, every deed throughout the universe now be transformed. Glory be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty, ever-living God, who were pleased to shine forth with new light through the coming of your only begotten Son, grant, we pray, that just as he was pleased to share our bodily form through the childbearing of the Virgin Mary, so we too may one day merit to become companions in his kingdom of grace, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow in the United States, we celebrate the Epiphany. On Monday, it's the Baptism of the Lord, the final day of the Christmas season. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out, make this a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord.
Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.